I'm just saying. Jeez, Jeff, could you be any less creative by starting the podcast with the title of the podcast? Just saying. Ooh, I've done it twice. Bad Jeff. (gasps) All right, that is the title of the episode because I'm going to discuss a slew of different idioms, euphemisms, figures of speech, annoying modern slang that half of it I don't fucking understand because I'm an old man. As well as some of my own personal vocal tics that I recognize, especially when editing the podcast and when listening back, it annoys the piss out of me. So first, I'm going to start with a list of just weird euphemisms, idioms, figures of speech. If you don't know what a euphemism or an idiom is, then look that shit up. I'm not your fucking personal dictionary. But these are things that just always bug me. And since I have this podcast, a perfect platform to talk about all the shit that pisses me off, well, why not talk about this? First up, 12 a.m. or 12 p.m., the time. It's backwards. 12 p.m. should not come before 1 through 11 p.m. When we get to 12 on both ends of the clock, the a.m. and the p.m. switch prematurely. 12 p.m. should be 12 midnight, and then a.m. should start at 1 a.m. Noon should be 12 a.m. I think you get the fucking point. It just doesn't make any sense. Military people, they're wise. They use their 0800-2340, all their numbers that don't require the use of an a.m. or a p.m. notation. But for us assholes that are using a.m. p.m., 12 p.m. should be midnight. 12 a.m. should be noon. For crying out loud, I hate this fucking term. It's so stupid. I mean, I get the gist of what they're trying to say, I guess, a little. But even the phrase in and of itself just is poorly crafted. And oftentimes it's used for something that you would never fucking cry about. Like, let's say I'm taking the trash out to the trash can and I realize that there may be a hole in the bag and there's been a little drippage going from the inside trash can out to the garage. Oh, for crying out loud. Am I? Am I going to cry out loud over the little dribble of trash juice? And who the hell fucking cries silently? I don't even, I think all crying is out loud. If you are capable of crying silently, you, my friend, are a fucking weirdo. Left by the wayside, another stupid term, which originated from a proverb in the Bible about some farmer, but now left by the wayside is just being left out in the cold. Another, you know, turn of speech. But that one at least makes a little more sense. Left by the wayside, it's just so antiquated. I don't know why anyone would still use that term to this day, but they do. Fuck you and fuck me. No, I'm not still talking about left by the wayside and just reacting to it. I am referring to the phrases fuck you and fuck me. Very stupid. I mentioned this before in a previous episode that, you know, fuck you doesn't mean I want to have sex with you. Fuck me doesn't mean I'm about to go masturbate. It's just very odd how those terms developed into being used as what they're being used as. Neither of them having any sexual implication. I'm over it. A weird figure of speech for sure, like when you're just like, uh, whatever, no big deal. I'm over it. I'm over it? What? I guess it could be like a playoff of the term, it's beneath me, as to imply that you're better than something, so maybe that's why you're over it, because you're better than worrying about this issue. But even saying, that's, that's beneath me, that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense either. 
Fight fire with fire. Well, that's pretty much the dumbest fucking solution I've ever heard of to try and put out a fire. Yes, I understand it means something different, but it's just really nonsensical. I mean, you could really just boil it down to mean reciprocate. I don't think, you know, a fire truck has ever shown up at a blazing inferno at someone's home and said, hurry up, get the gasoline and matches. This fire's out of control. We have to fight it with fire. Fucking stupid talking out of my ass. Again, I understand what all these mean, and you, you could think, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, it's you're, you're talking stupidly, so you're, well, no, maybe that doesn't make sense, because you can't talk out of your fucking ass. You could just say, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm talking like an idiot. Talking out of my ass would imply that you are farting, or making a loud splattery poopsie. So again, just, you know, a figure of speech. You know, a lot of these, the, the main thing is I don't know how it began, how someone started it, and even more so, how it caught on and people continued to use these phrases to the point where they are now regularly used in modern society. The last one I will discuss, I may have mentioned this on a previous episode. There might be a couple things that I rehash that I've discussed on a previous episode. That's fine. This is episode number 40. And of the first 40 episodes, only five of them have included a guest. So that's 35 episodes of Jeff just talking to himself. Why did Jeff just talk about himself in third person? I'm just saying. So yes, you may hear stories more than once. That's fine. Maybe all of you haven't heard every single fucking episode. Deal with it. But the last one I will discuss in regards to weird euphemisms, idioms, and figures of speech is preheat. I fucking hate the term preheat. <laughs> You do not preheat an oven. How is this caught on to where ovens, my own included, literally has the word preheat printed on the face of the oven to indicate when the oven is heated? You see it constantly on boxes of frozen food. Preheat the oven to 350. I will not preheat the oven. I will heat it. Preheating the oven is walking toward the oven, reaching your hands out and your little fingers, and preparing to turn the knob to the desired temperature. The minute you turn that fucking knob and start the temperature going, you're heating the oven. There's no pre. If you have a remote start to your car and you walk up to a window where you can see your car and you're about to press the button on your keychain so that you can start the car, you don't say, I'm gonna pre-start my car. No, you're just starting the fucking car. Just because something happens before another thing happens after that does not mean that you have to include the prefix pre. Speaking of the word prefix, I didn't even mean to talk about that, but how convenient that they put the prefix pre in the word prefix. And they really fucked up with suffix. Perhaps there's some Latin root word suff that means end or after. I did not look this up. I don't know. I assure you I will research it before I edit this or during the editing process, and I will ding or buzz myself accordingly. But it does seem a tad redundant to have the prefix pre in the word prefix. All right, so now I want to talk about phrases that mean absolutely nothing. And one shining example of that is the title of this episode, I'm Just Saying. I know you're just fucking saying. You just fucking spoke what you just said. You don't need to say that. I really liked your hair a lot better before this haircut. I'm just saying. Really? I thought you were talking out of your ass. I didn't realize you were saying. 
It means nothing. People do this all the time, adding words. I know I'm guilty of this as well, but adding words as like filler that have no actual added value to what you are saying. Another one, it is what it is. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yes, everything is what it is. You don't need to say it is what it is. I understand that is more of a figure of speech to imply that you've resigned yourself to something, but it's a really fucking stupid way to say it and a way of saying absolutely fucking nothing with five fucking words. For the record. For the record, I know the pizza has black olives on it, but I didn't ask for that. Oh no, did he just say for the record? I didn't bring any paper or a pen or a stenographer with me. Steven, get your daddy a loose leaf notebook and a pen stat. I need to make sure that I log this for the record. I didn't know that we were documenting this discussion about the pizza. But again, it's another just way of saying absolutely fucking nothing. It's along the lines of, I'm just saying. I would like to point out that the thing that I am saying is a thing that I am saying. For the record, you may not like that, but it is what it is. Last but not least, something I have been very guilty of in the past, a long time ago, I don't think I do this anymore, but ending sentences or phrases constantly with, you know what I mean? I was very guilty of this in my 20s, and it was just something that happened. It was like a vocal tick. I didn't understand or rather recognize that I was doing it until I was in a group of people, and some of them were strangers, and I was just talking very rapidly and blah, 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 you know what I mean? Blah, 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 you know what I mean? Blah, 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 you know what I mean? And finally some chick in the group is like, yes, I know what you fucking mean. And I looked at her like, oh, what did I say? Why are you so upset? And then it had to be explained to me that you kind of say that all the fucking time, like after every fucking sentence. And yes, we know what you mean. You don't need to ask. And even worse, you don't wait for a fucking response. You just keep plowing along. What if we didn't know what you mean? And from that point forward, I was very self-conscious about saying, you know what I mean? And I'm sure I was guilty of saying it after that. However, now I heard it. And then over time, I would hear myself start to say it in my head, and I would stop myself. And eventually, I think I kicked the habit. But I do still have vocal tics, things that annoy the fuck out of me. When I hear them on the podcast, I edit a lot of it out. You guys are welcome. Yay! That's the joy of being able to cut out an um or you know, which, you know, those are like um and you know, those are like thought fillers. It's when people are trying to figure out what they're actually going to say next and instead of stopping talking to wait for the thoughts to formulate in their head and deliver the words to their mouth, they just fill it in with um, um, you know, you know. And I know that I do this on the podcast. I've heard it because I've had to edit it out. Sometimes I leave it in because it's just how I speak. And I know it could be worse. I've seen plenty of professional athletes in a press conference where every other word is, um, 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 um. It's like they can't string more than fucking three words together without their brain completely fucking rebooting. Then again, they're professional athletes. We're not exactly paying attention to them for their brain. I've also noticed when I have a guest, you want to be able to talk to your guests when they're talking to you, and you want to give vocal indications that you're listening, that you agree with what they're saying. So most commonly what I will do is I will give an mm-hmm or right, 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 right. Right seems to be the one that I use all the fucking time. And it doesn't necessarily particularly annoy me that I'm using right when talking to somebody. I think it is a good interviewer technique. 
again, to show that you're listening and to agree in the affirmative. But boy, do I lean on that word a lot. I actually considered, before recording this episode, going back and listening to the most recent episode, Religion versus Science, which I have Stevie Cade as a guest, and counting the amount of times that I say right. However, it's over an hour-long episode, and that would take me a while. Let me just tell you, I would not be surprised if it's at least 30 to 40 times. It could be double that for all I know. It's a lot. So moving forward, when I do have a guest, I will be very cognizant of that and conscious of when it's about to come out of my mouth. Maybe I just won't say anything. Maybe I'll just shut my fucking mouth and let the person talk. We'll see. Another thing that I have found myself doing a lot lately on the podcast and to the point where it's kind of difficult to edit this one out because it kind of wraps up a sentence or a thought process or a list of things that I'm thinking about. But I have gotten better because I do recognize it. And over many of the more recent episodes, I have been able to catch myself when I'm saying it and actually recording. And then I will pause. I will rephrase what I'm saying without using that at the end of the sentence. So it's more of a live edit, and then I'll just delete the entire line before where I used it. And that particular thing is me saying things like that, and shit like that, and stuff like that. I do that a lot, people. Feel free to go back and listen to previous episodes, and you'll be like, he does do that a lot. There's even been recent episodes where I caught myself doing it, and I rephrased it, but I still didn't know how to wrap up the sentence, because again, it's usually when I'm listing certain things off. Like, for example, if I'm talking about religion, and I'm talking about religious books of worship, and I said, you might find stuff like that in the Bible, or the Torah, or things like that. That's how I use it. It's, again, kind of wrapping up. It's like a dot, dot, dot. And what I have found myself doing, even when I correct myself, if I can't figure out a way how to actually end the sentence without adding that little ellipsis, that little dot, 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 that little etc. I will say etc. I'll go back. I'll re-record the line on the spot. I don't go back and add it, but I'll say, you know, talking about things like holy books, like the Bible, the Torah, etc. So there will be recent episodes that you've heard me use the word etc. Every time you hear me say that, that's not natural. That is me trying to figure out a way to rephrase the previous sentence without saying things like that, shit like that, stuff like that. I don't think it's a huge deal if I use it here or there, but if it's coming out of my mouth three, four, five times in a 30-minute episode, that's a bit extensive, and I would qualify that as a vocal tick. And I'm going to work on that, people, so hopefully that gets better, and I'm not plaguing you guys with my shitty vocal ticks. So the last thing I would like to discuss is annoying modern slang. I've had to deal with this, especially as my kids got into their teenage years. My daughter's going to be 20 in a couple months. My son's going to be 19 in just two weeks after my daughter turns 20. And because I don't see them as often, I'm not really as exposed. My daughter would constantly use phrases or terminology or slang that I'm like, what? the fuck did you just say? And what the fuck does that mean? Because even in context, it still doesn't make any sense to me. Like the whole era of time where totes, totes instead of totally, totes adorbs, which would mean totally adorable. I hate fucking totes. If you ever hear me use the word totes, I am being a sarcastic asshole and specifically using a stupid fucking word. I'm pretty sure that's not really as popular in the modern vernacular, so I'm hoping that that is pretty much run its course 
and his totes not part of the modern slang anymore. Fingers crossed. I'm just saying. I also hate when people vocalize text lingo. Like if someone says OMG, you do realize that the amount of syllables to say OMG is the same amount of syllables as it takes to say, oh my God. If you use text abbreviations in speech, you are a fucking douchebag. Totes douchebaggery. Another thing I fucking hate is when people say, right? Which, oddly enough, is used when someone is being agreeable or affirmative. Why is the fucking question mark there? You could just say, right. I can't believe it's gonna be 97 degrees again tomorrow. Right? Ugh. Loathe it. I worked with a girl at my last job who, when that started to become popular, boy, did she adopt that motherfucker like she was trying to wear it out. It got to the point where I never wanted to have a conversation with her ever again because everything I said, she would immediately follow up with, right? 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 Oh, somebody get me a blankie. I'm having deuce chills. I fucking hate it. So finally, I'm going to discuss really modern slang. I looked some of this stuff up because I'm not totally hip to the jive of what the youngsters are saying out there these days. But I also wanted to find things that I know that I've heard before. I didn't necessarily know what it meant, but I'd heard it. And these are very popular terms in most of them in the last year, if not the last few years. On fleek. Fucking why? I don't. Uh, it basically means on point, stylish, attractive. Yo, that outfit is on fleek. On fleek? What? Dumb. Throwing shade. I don't mind this one as much. I just don't really fucking understand how the term came about. It doesn't make any fucking sense. First off, shade is not a physical item that you can hold, let alone throw. And in most cases, the shade is preferred over the non-shade. So I would say, yes, please throw your shade at me. I'm getting burned. I'm sure the youth of today are thinking the words that I use growing up are stupid. Radical. Face. Gnarly. But at least I never willingly and seriously use the word totes. So take that. Yeet. Yes, Y-E-E-T, that's a word. Yeet, I, I've heard this one before in the past. I didn't really understand what it was. And when I researched popular modern slang and I saw this as being one of the most popular slang terms in 2021, I had to look it up and see what the fuck does yeet mean. Unfortunately, I found two different websites that had completely fucking different meanings for what yeet means. The one website said that yeet is like, God, I feel so dirty just continuing to use the word yeet. Yeet. Oh, Ugh. Such a dumb fucking word and combination of vowels and consonants. Bad youth. Bad youth. <laughs> but the first definition I found of yeet was that it was a celebration, an exclamation of joy. Like my team won the Super Bowl today. Yeet. The other definition I found seemed to make more sense, so I'm not sure I believe the first website, but the second website made it sound like yeet is if you're, if something's being thrown away or going away, like you might throw trash in the trash can and go yeet. Uh, again, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I totes don't get it, people. Know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I'm over it. It is what it is. Maybe I'll create some of my own stupid slang and fight fire with fire. Otherwise, I might get left by the wayside. I'm just saying. 
So the last word I will discuss, which is being used a lot these days, and I fucking, surprise, surprise, Jeff fucking doesn't like something. I fucking hate it. Woke. Oh, everything is fucking woke now. And from what I gather, I didn't look up the meaning of the word woke. I'm pretty sure I understand what woke means. But oddly enough, woke is used by those who consider themselves woke as a complimentary term. Woke is used by other people as a sarcastic, hateful term. For anyone listening to the podcast who is even older than me and doesn't know what woke means, woke basically means that you're enlightened, you're aware of things on a different level than just what would be perceived. Like if you're still a racist, you're not woke. If you don't think that every police officer out there isn't a total horrible murderer and abuser, you're not woke. If you don't think we should be a socialist society where all of our tax dollars pay for everybody else to have health care and college tuition and daycare and all of that shit, you're not woke. I disagree completely. I think woke, the people who embrace being woke, you're not fucking woke at all. Based on your own definition of woke, you're just part of this mass fucking societal movement and a thought process that is not your own at all. It is part of the masses. That's not woke. Also, woke should be a matter of perception. Each person is allowed to have opinions and perceptions. It kind of reminds me of, you know, some other terms that were supposed to mean something, and in the end, all they meant was just basically conformity, being a part of a large group, like the word alternative. When alternative came out, it was considered to be the alternative to the more popular current styles of rock, pop, etc. See there, I did it, but I didn't say things like that. But in the end, alternative got so big that it became the mainstream form of those types of music. It's very difficult to identify yourself as alternative anymore because it's not an alternative to anything because it is the norm, kind of like liberals. And progressives, they consider themselves liberal and progressive, but meanwhile, they're the ones who are causing the cancel culture and regressing society away from this open-minded free speech perspective. That is not progressive at all. I would dare say that the people who are considered conservatives are actually more the liberals, and the people who are considered liberals are actually becoming the stuffy conservatives. You can't say that, Jeff. I'm just saying. Also, hipster. Hipster would imply that someone is unique and alternative to the normal, modern, commercialized, popular style and fashion. But every motherfucker was a hipster. I can't tell you how many times I would have to go get a new pair of glasses because hipsters would start wearing the glasses that I have been wearing for the last year or two. And it's like, fuck, you fucking hipsters. Just like all the people you see still to this day walking around with their perfectly manicured beard and their hair on top that is buzzed up to where the part in their hair would take place and then the top, just the top portion of their hair basically where I don't really have a whole lot of hair is combed over and a little greasy. You've all seen the look. It's very common. Usually these people will also have the cuffs of their jeans rolled up a little bit or even quite possibly wearing absolute floodwaters where you can see three inches of sock. That looks stupid. And your ankles must be freezing. You should get inside and preheat your ankles, right? 
know what I mean? So that's pretty much all I have to discuss on things that I've been thinking about. This has kind of been a topic that I had an idea for a couple months ago, and over time I've just been jotting down different things, figures of speech, when I've heard myself saying things on the podcast that annoy the piss out of me with my own vocal tics. I've been making note of that, and finally it got to the point where I felt like, okay, I got enough to actually record a podcast. There's not really a point to this podcast other than to just reiterate based on, from my perspective, that many of you are total fucking douchebags. Right? This Thursday is Thanksgiving, so I will be doing a Thanksgiving special for you guys. So if anyone is traveling for Thanksgiving or going to be on the road now, you might have kids with you. Maybe I'll try and keep that episode cleaner. Eh, probably won't happen. But... I'll give you a heads up at the beginning of the podcast if it's going to be dirty. I don't think it will be. In fact, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to make Thursday's Thanksgiving special no worse than PG-13. Definitely no F-bombs, or if one accidentally falls out, I will beep it. And then I will give you all a reminder at the beginning of that episode so that you can plan and expect for what the actual rating of that episode is after it's been edited. And you can determine if you should listen to it while you're with your smaller ones. I will go back and when listening to this episode and editing the episode, if I hear any of my vocal tics, if I hear an um, a you know... Or things like that, shit like that, stuff like that, etc. If I hear any of those things, I will buzz myself. So if you heard buzzing through the episode, that was me, in hindsight, calling myself a douchebag. Again, thank you everyone for continuing to tune in. I do encourage you guys to please share this podcast with other people. Tell other people about this podcast. That is how we're going to grow. We're going to grow organically. But I do appreciate the regular listeners, and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show. As always, please go follow me on Facebook, TikTok, or Twitter at Jeff Becomes Jeff. Until next time. I'm Jeff. I would like to point out that the thing that I am saying is a thing that I am saying. For the record, you may not like that, but it is what it is. And I'm Totes Jeff. Oh, good. Good night.